We're doing this a day early, but fuck it. So to start off, we got the Water Dogs and the Cannons. Brown, who has only had goals this season, um, is going up against a team that gives up the second most goals in the league. So I like him in this matchup. Connor Kelly, in his last four games, has put up four points, two points, two points, eight points. So a little up and down by him, but overall pretty solid. I like him in a high-scoring matchup. Zach Currier has had six or more ground balls in four of five games played. He's had two points, two points, and seven points in the last three, so I also like him. Those three for me are locks in this game. I also like Kieran McCardo has 11 points. Only had one week one. And the other three I mentioned before, Brown, Kelly, and Currier, all had no points in week one versus the Cannons. So a very different team this time of year. So expect I would expect them to all have, obviously, more than no points. And I would also expect McCardo to have more than one point. Ryland Rees has 20 uh, ground balls in the season and at 8 week 1. That's something that I would expect to continue, especially if um, this new um, face-off uh, acquirement by the Cannons doesn't really work out and Jake Withers does well. On the Cannons side, Paul Rabel continues to stay hot, so there's no way that you can't put him in. I also like Brody Myron and Jake Pulver on the defensive side. Both of them are obviously fucking killing it. Uh, Lyle Thompson is always an individual who you can go to, but he only has three goals in the last two games. But this is also a, uh, a team in the Water Dogs that has given up the most goals in the PLL. So I would expect this to be a high-scoring matchup, and I expect Lyle Thompson to bounce back. So Lyle, Paul, Pulver, and Merrill are all locks for me. I really like them in this game. Q, if he plays, is playable. If not, you have Drenner and Rafus. Uh, I like Rafus more than Drenner. Uh, Rafus has done very well, and he continues to play well um, go and getting better through his rookie season. Next, into the Redwoods Whip Snakes game, a very common uh, matchup in terms of just overall excitement. Um, <clears throat> On the Redwood side, Pinnell, Jones, obviously continue to kill it. Um, there's no signs of slowing down for Pinnell in terms of points, as well as Jones. Both of them have been just absolutely outstanding when it comes down to running the offense through the top and the bottom of the attack zone. Defensively, I like Sexton and Apple, although they're not locks like Pinnell and Jones. Sergio, I think, is a play. If I would expect to see him... Maybe get one or two twos this game. Uh, Burn Lawrence tied for second most in two points against. So he had an outstanding game last week. Don't expect the same thing, but, you know, maybe he's getting hot here. I think that he's worth a shot if you need a depth uh, midfielder. I'm excited to see Zeddy Ballgame in this and Earnhardt. Those are my two locks on the Whip Snake side. They're so deep that sometimes it's hard to tell if they're really. Uh, like, if they're very viable, um, they don't score a whole lot. They're fourth in the league um, behind teams, which is crazy. Like, the fucking Redwoods are top three, only three points behind the Archers. But that's from that twenty, almost 20-point 20 game. So I would like to see something out of them. And then Young and Squires defensively as well. 
offensively for this, I'm just not feeling it. Um, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game like last week for the Redwoods, so that's kind of what it's uh, looking to me. And then the only matchup that I'm really focused in on is this TD Early versus Joe Nardella. Those are two, maybe probably the top two face-off guys in the entire league, and I think that's, a, that's something to look out for. Maybe not fantasy viable for either of them, just because it's going to be a very tough week for both of them, and I think that there are other plays in other places. But I do like this just as something to watch in general to kind of see fantasy-wise the type of rankings that we can get out of this. Moving on to the Atlas and the Chaos. T leads all categories in only three games plays played for the Atlas. Um, another just fucking gem, uh, Caraway. So those two rookies have just been killing it. Teat is more of a lock for me than Caraway, but Caraway is right about there. Uh, I really like... Um, Cade Van Raphorst, Chick, Rex Road, uh, Trevor Baptiste, all guys who I really like. I kind of like Costa Beal, had a good game last game. Uh, probably should have seen that coming, only had an assist in two games before that, and then had, had a big breakout game. So I wouldn't expect the same thing, but he's someone to put on a radar. But I do, so the T, the K Van Rapforce, Rex Road, and T, uh, Trevor Baptiste are the two guys, three, four guys, oh my god. Four guys who I think are honestly possible locks for this. I would extremely, extremely push that towards Trevor Baptiste. On the chaos side, I, you know who who knows who they're going to put in that face off. But the the locks for them is uh, right now really just Josh Byrne. Uh, I like they have good depth in terms of Chris Cloutier and Mac O'Keefe. Both have been doing extremely well. Uh, Chris Cloutier very you know kind of came out of nowhere for me uh, and then Dane Smith I like on the on the midfield side in terms of uh, two-point goals you know I don't think Dane Smith is the guy who gets a lot of two-pointers I think that's more of the uh, the Ficaro so you could maybe see that um, in terms of two goals against let's try to see real quick where uh, Concanon's at. Concanon's had a bit of an up and down year. He has four two points against. That should be tied for second most. So maybe for Carlos, a look at about the same Dane Smith level. I guess it kind of depends on uh, if you're looking for a bang or bust type of deal. Defensively, I like Ray at the LSM. And I like Rowlett defensively. And then Blaze Reardon for me, as always. I wouldn't put him at a lock for this game just because they're going to be spending a lot of time in their own zone but um that could also be why he could be a lock is because he'll just have to stand on his head depends on how risky you're feeling please to me is um one of the better plays i would say this week um yeah the water dog scannons is tough to put in a goaltender um i would say burnlore would possibly be a dude who you can put in that third game, in that second game, and then Blaze, I think, matches up better for both of them. And then the Chrome and Water Dog. We'll see what happens when it comes down to the, their goaltending situation because I would like to see, um, I would like to see, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his name at the moment, uh, Galloway play because they benched him and, you know, who the fuck knows what happened and why that happened. And then the Archers. We'll get into that, but I do like a goaltender in that as well. Uh, speaking of Chrome Water Dog, I'm not going to go through the Water Dog all too 
deep, but in the terms of Chrome, Marill, and Feral, for me, are both locks. I like Feral a lot more than I like Withers. Marill just continues to absolutely fucking kill it. Heacock is close to a lock, but not quite there. Joe White, same thing. Close, but not quite there. Mike Manley has been playing better. I wouldn't... I'd put him as like a mid, as a low two, high three type of defensive guy to put in. That's about it for the Chrome. Chrome defensively have been doing well, but offensively, it's just between Morell and Heacock. There's a couple of guys here and there who have been having flashes, but nothing super consistent. Gutterding still, you know, not doing the greatest. Midfield really not doing a whole lot. You know, Jordan McIntosh, seven goals in the season, which really isn't too bad. But besides that, you know, there's not a whole lot of uh, midfield production for them, which is interesting to see. And then on the other side, the Water Dogs, uh, McArdle, Courier, Kelly, Reese. Uh, I like Gobrecht in this specific one. Brown had five goals in week two against this team. So the, the usual for this one. I'm not really going to get into it too much. And then with the Archers and Cannons, Ament, Manny, and Hasek are all locks for me. Um, I don't think it really needs too much of an explanation. Amen has just been absolutely unreal. Manny has been putting in uh, a lot of work, and so has Hasek. So those are, to me, are just easy, easy locks. Depth-wise, I like Fields or Holman, one or the other. Uh, I really couldn't tell you which. Uh, I'm leaning a little bit more towards Field than I am Holman, but, you know, who really fucking knows? I like Tom Schreiber, though. Has a bit of, like, a... A low one, mid to a mid two, maybe high two uh, in terms of midfield. And then Scott Ratliff, especially for his uh, two-point goal potential. I, I like him. And sleeper-wise, I think Mazone has been a little um, a little quiet lately, a little too quiet. So I'm thinking Mazone might have a breakout game. If you're looking for a depth three guy and you need some points, I think that he might be a good boomer bust if you're trying to take a risk. Kelly, judge that off of the Friday game. See how, um, what's this guy's name? See how Reisman does for the Cannons. If he does uh, whatever, I mean, they're playing the Water Dogs. So Jake Withers isn't crazy, crazy competition. But it's uh, someone who I think Withers is better than. So if Withers or who I think Kelly is better than, so if Withers is better than this new guy, then put in Kelly because he'll probably kick his ass. Gittleman is also a guy who I like. Not love, but like. And then with the Cannons, again, you know, we'll see what happens with Faceoff. Rabel, Thomas, Merrill, all locks for me. Pulver I like. Class I like for his two-goal potential. And Resetty I like. That's about it. Um, yeah, another about 11 minute video. I put it out a day early just because I know I have work tomorrow and I have some family coming in. So we'll, uh, we've been pretty consistent with this though, man. So let me tell you, I would love to get a guest on here. That's the only thing. And I would love for there to be a better system, but to play on, you know, because I play on some shit and it doesn't even fucking do anything, you know? Like, I I can't look at the stats from the last week. Like, I want to see the individual stats and stuff. So, right now, I'm really just going off of my own thing, which is, you know, defense is just based off cost turnovers. You can play in a factor. You can play with or without the points for the defenseman. Um, 
midfielders. I, I, I think that should include short stick midfielders. And then also um, the attack, you know, is pretty much there's no penalty for cause turnovers, nothing like that. So that's pretty much just it has to all go by eye right now, which kind of sucks. But if I was really able to get some better stats on these guys, the PLL has done a better job with their stats. That's for sure, especially for the week by week stuff for overall or the, the fucking goals against with scores against, which was unreal to me. But I like it. You know, we'll see what happens. I'm not sure if I'll be able to ever get a guest on here. I just don't know anybody who likes lacrosse like this. Um, I don't know. Might have to throw it out there. Might have to find some uh, mid-season acquisitions. That's also tough just because it's like everyone's got their own shit going on. But it's easy. Twice a week. It could even move to once a week. It could just be Wednesdays, you know? Just every Wednesday, me and whoever else come on to this and just fucking bullshit about lacrosse about whatever happened and then um and then that's that and then we just do the podcast so i think that's it yeah fuck god bless homies